Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and today we are answering your scanner radio questions. That's right. It's another episode where I will read user-submitted questions that were sent to me via our Ask page of our scannerschool.com slash ask. But we also have other ways you can ask me your question, two of them being with your own voice. If you dial 516-308-2885, or you go to our website and you click on the SpeakPipe link, you can use your cell phone, your regular phone, or anything else with a microphone on it to record a message to me, and we'll play back your messages on this podcast. And for those of you who do use our phone number, again, 516-308-2885, hint, hint, or our SpeakPipe link, we'll put you in a running for a free hour-long tutoring session. And again, if you want uh, one-on-one tutoring, go to scannerschool.com slash tutoring. All right, so let's go on to our first question of this month, and it comes in from John. John says, or asks, can I use two separate Sentinel programs one for his SDS-100 and another one for his BCD-536HP? And if so, how do I accomplish it? So, John, very good question here. Now, you don't need two separate programs or two separate Sentinels for the SDS-100 and the SDS or any radio, basically. The SDS-100, the SDS-200, the BCD-436, and the BCD-536 all share the same Sentinel program. The Home Patrol 1 and the Home Patrol 2, they share a separate Sentinel program. So there's no need if you're going to stick with the Home Patrol 1, Home Patrol 2, or the 436, 536, or the 100 and 200 to really have separate installation files of Sentinel. So the way Sentinel works is you create separate favorites lists. It's different favorites lists can come either from the radio reference database that you've created a personal list from, or you can create a personal favorites list from scratch. This favorites list becomes like a repository of favorites lists that you can pick and choose from for each profile. And the profile is the magic that makes your programming happen per radio. For example, you can say, I'm going to my summer home in, I don't know, the country, right? Whatever. I know, really drawn out bad example here, right? But we're going to our summer home. So I can have a profile in Sentinel called Summer Home. That profile will refer to the favorites list that I have created that are specific towards my summer home. Okay, I don't own a summer home. I just picked that example. Let's just say, I don't know, Maybe I frequent going to Florida for some reason, right? So, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, just for some reason I go to Florida a lot. So I could have a favorites list profile. I'm sorry, I could have a profile set up that refers back to the favorites list for just Florida. And I can select that profile and I can send that programming to my scanner. Of course, that has the options too of wiping out what's in the scanner and just installing that profile or adding these favorites lists on top of the existing favorites list. So a real-life example on how I use profiles is 
when I set up live scanner feeds on my Home Patrol style scanners. So I'll have a profile called New Year's Eve for the New Year's Eve live feed I run when I stream the activity from Times Square. I'll have a live feed set up for the air show that happens at Jones Beach here on Long Island. And of course, that is my Jones Beach air show profile. And that brings in Miller, that brings in park operations, local fire departments, and stuff like that that I usually listen to while the air show is happening. So what you can actually have in Sentinel is a profile set up for your BCD 536 and a profile set up for your SDS 100. What makes this nice and convenient, which is why I recommend doing it this way, is because if you make a change to a favorites list, maybe you update the list from radio reference, you add something, subtract something, whatever it happens to be, the next time you write using your profile from the 436, I'm sorry, the 536 or the SDS 100, you don't have to recreate the favorites list. You only have to edit the favorites list once. And of course, this makes it easy too. If you have the profile open up for your SDS 100, of course, all of your configurations for your color display, right, gets brought into that as well. But again, when you share the profiles, if you have a master profile that you use and you fork the profile to create the second radio, then again, all of your settings are in there, such as your same codes or your FIPS codes, your boot up screen information, the service types you have turned off and on, those kinds of things. And of course, if you share the profiles as well, uh, with the favorites list, you have your system lists, your quick keys, your number tags, all of them are shared between the two profiles easily as well. So to answer your question here, and not really answer your question here, I know you're asking to have multiple Sentinels. I would just advise against that. I would wholeheartedly advise against having multiple copies of Sentinel on a computer. I think it just would create a little bit of um, chaos, to be honest with you. And I think it's a lot easier just to run one version of Sentinel on your computer. It's the way I've always done it myself. And you just create different profiles for different types of scanning activities you you would have. And again, you can share the same profile between those two scanners. So you can write the SDS-100 to the uh, BCD-536HP or vice versa if you wanted to. All right. So John, really great question. Thank you so much for submitting your question. I believe you responded directly to an email. So yeah, you can always email me your questions as well. All right. Let's move on to our next question of the month. Mike from Barnstable County, Massachusetts writes in, he's currently trying to program a Whistler WS-1065. The local fire department has moved over to a statewide 800 trunk system and he's manually programming it in. He just looked and he's got the talk group code, but no luck hearing the data. When he puts the individual frequencies in for the state PD, he hears the state PD amongst all other transmissions. He's just looking to isolate one fire department. What is he doing wrong? Okay, so... The first thing I would suggest doing strongly is giving Butel Software a try. It's about a $40 piece of software, and we have an affiliate link for it, scannerschool.com slash Butel. And that would actually help us out if you use that to buy any Butel software. But that is not why I am telling you to go this route. I've been using Butel Software for years, and I believe it makes it a whole lot easier to set up and program your scanners because if you make a minor mistake with a piece of programming by program by hand you could really get lost in the weeds trying to figure out how to undo a simple mistake now i'm not saying this is a simple mistake mike i'm not saying it at all i think really what you've done here is you've missed a big critical part of the programming it's no fault of your own either so 
this happens. This happens when you try to program things in manually. So what really is happening here, Mike, is what it sounds like to me is you've gone the right path here, right? You've entered in the talk group ID. Great. Beautiful. That's done. That's set up in there. But it sounds to me like you've missed the step of actually creating a trunk radio system in here. And again, this is something that's very easy to set up and, and do in Butel software. But it's something that's very easy to miss in setting up the scanner by hand. So again, I say this is no fault of your own on setting this up. These radios are a bit of a beast to do it. In fact, to be honest with you, I actually had to stop recording this, go online, find the instruction manual to this radio, and remind myself how to program this by the keypad because it's not really as easy as, as you would think. It's not difficult, but it, there, there are things in here that have to happen. So again, there's, there's, there's three things really we need to have here. We need to have a trunk system defined, which is going to be a Motorola Type 2 system. There's going to have to be a set of frequencies in here, and there needs to be talk groups. Now, this is also going to end up being, I'm looking at this right now on Radio Reference, is this is also going to be a rebanded trunked radio system. So that can also cause a problem when it comes to using the scanner. So you need the rebanding tables. And I'm guessing that is exactly why you're not hearing anything. And when you use software, you press a single button and it loads the rebanding tables into the scanner for you. And I believe it's the rebanding tables issue here that might really be what is causing the biggest issue if you've already done everything else prior to this exactly right. You see, what happens here is the control channel will say, go to channel 325, whatever it is, right? That's how the Motorola Type 2 system works. It doesn't say go to frequency 853.4125 or whatever that ends up having to be. It says go to channel 321. Well, what happens is if your scanner doesn't have the rebanding table in it, it uses the old mapping and channel 321 might be 868 dot whatever it is instead of 851 dot whatever it's supposed to be. And because your scanner is going up instead of down looking for the right channel, it's not hearing in the voice channel and it is going back to normal scan. Now, you also said too, when you put in the frequencies for the trunk system in in conventional, you hear everything, which is great because that tells us you can hear the trunk system. Yes, you hear everything because you're not using your scanner to filter out the talk groups that you want to hear. So again, I had to go and find the manual for this radio to set up a trunk system in my scanner. And I've got to tell you, I think this is the first time I've actually had to do programming in this particular kind of scanner family by hand. I've always used ARC 500 by Butel to program up my WS-1065, my Pro 106, uh, the 1040, et cetera, et cetera. So let's do this by hand. So what we're going to do is we're going to hit program on our scanner. We are going to hit new, and we're going to create a talk group, okay? The talk group is going to be the talk group ID that you want for your trunk radio system. So whatever it happens to be, this is what we're going to need on hand. So the scan list is the first option we have on our screen here. What scan list do you want to set this into? So let's pick a scan list. Whatever it happens to be, that's what I want you to pick. Go down. It says T-Sys, new. That's what we want here. Go ahead and hit select. The type here is going to be a Motorola 800-900. So we're going to leave that where it is. We're going to go down one and we're going to name the tag. What do you want to name this? This is where you enter the name here, right? It defaults to system. Put a name in here. Okay, the next one down is frequencies. You're going to hit select. 
and we're going to put in the frequencies for the site we want to put in here. So I would recommend putting them all in here. You just need the control and the alternate channels, but it doesn't hurt to put them all. So go ahead and put them all in here and click on save. Okay, then we're going to go down and where it says expert below, we're going to keep on going. And we're going to go down until we get to the TT tables. And they're set to default. And we don't want default. We want custom. So let's go ahead and hit the right arrow until it says custom. And then we're going to hit select. Now, this is where we need the custom tables. And the custom tables, like I said, ARC 500 will put this into your scanner for you all by itself. But we've got to put a lot of information in here. Now, we need a low channel, a high channel, an offset, a base, and a step, okay? And unfortunately, there's six indexes or six tables we have to put in here. I'm going to read these off to you. But Mike, I'm going to email you a copy of the screen so you have it for your reference going forward. So I'm going to read this out loud. Each one of these is going to be a new, new table, okay? Table one, low channel 440, high channel 559, offset 440, base 851025, Step on all these is going to be 25.0, okay? So we're going to admit step going forward. Table 2, low is 0, high 719, offset 0, base 851,0125. -0 Table 3, low channel 720, high channel 759, offset 0, base 848.0. Table 4, low channel 815, high channel 831, offset 0, base 846. Dot six two five, table five, low channel nine five eight, high channel nine five eight, offset nine five eight, base eight sixty eight nine seven five. Finally, table six, low channel nine sixty one, high channel ten twenty two, offset zero and base eight forty three dot four. Now, once you have that in there, you'll have your trunk system. You'll have your talk group ID, you'll have the frequencies, and then you will have your tables in there. Once you've got your tables in there, we're going to save, and we are going to then save. It is going to save the file, the one talk group that you've just created. Now you can come into your scanner and you can add more talk groups if you want. So again, I feel like you are... Without this rebanding table, I think this is probably what is getting you the most confused because, again, Radio Reference's database is not showing that this system is rebanded. Looking at the frequencies, I can tell it looks like it's been rebanded. So I see in here we have to set, again, summary. We need to have the system defined, the talk group ID, the frequencies, and our rebanding table. And I think once you got all that taken care of, you'll be good to go. But again, I highly recommend doing this with, with computer programming. ARC 500 all day long. You can get that at scannerschool.com slash butel. Again, Mike, I'm going to follow us up with an email. And I really hope that this gets you going where you have to go to Scanner. All right. For those of you who are Patreon supporters at a $3 month level, we are going to see you in just a second. For everybody else, stand by for this quick commercial break. You can help support the podcast by going to scannerschool.com slash Patreon. We'll be right back. Chances are pretty good that you shop online and buy things online. So whether it's Amazon or eBay or Scanner Master, maybe you got a new radio and you're going to buy new software from Butel. You can help support the podcast with your online purchases. If you use our support page before buying things online, you can support our show without it costing you a single cent. So before you buy your groceries, your golf balls, your socks, 
or maybe a new radio, software, or whatever it is. We would love it if you could use our affiliate links before you make that purchase. And this will help support the show at no additional cost to you. Go to scannerschool.com support to find out how you can help us out. Thanks again. Do you feel lost when it comes to the scanner hobby? Are you looking for someone to answer your questions? Do you have a new radio and you need help understanding how it works? Or are you working on a big project and need somebody to bounce ideas off of? Do you need a little bit more personal assistance than what you can get from an online community? And are you looking for somebody to dedicate their attention and their time to helping you out when it comes to getting you unstuck with whatever it is that you are struggling with when it comes to the scanner radio hobby? I'm here to do just that. See, you can book me for a session right now where I'll sit on Zoom and do a video or a screen share with you just as if I am sitting across the table and helping you out. You can book your tutoring session right now by going to scannerschool.com tutoring. I can't wait to help you out. Unication's G2 to G5 pages are great additions to your radio collection. Not only can they alert you with two-tone pager activations, but they can also monitor your local P25 simulcast systems that many scanner radios have problems receiving. And of course, many of our scanner school listeners are happily using their Unication pagers to scan their local trunk systems. How do I know? Because they've reached out to tell me. My company, East Coast Pagers, is an authorized Unication, Swiss phone, and Apollo pager dealer. We not only support departments and agencies, but also the home hobby user as well. Find us online at eastcoastpagers.com. Okay, Tommy from Waco, Texas writes in and he says he's looking for a scanner that can pick up all emergency channels and CB. He'd like to even pick up the ones that are a little bit more harder to get. What scanner do you suggest? So, Tommy, I'm looking here at McLennan County. I believe I said that correctly here in... McLennan. Yep. McLennan County in Texas. And it looks like initially you can get away with something that was fairly inexpensive. It looks like that the sheriff's uh, small PD dispatch is on a VHF channel, right? And Sheriff 2, Municipal Police, again, VHF. Constables are patched into the, to the Waco TRS. Again, they're on VHF. Fire dispatch, VHF. These are all FM channels. It looks good to go from a county level. Now, when you go to Waco, Texas, it's where things get a little bit limited here is because you basically only have a police talk around channel and zoo channels in radio reference. We have to look at this heart of Texas regional radio system or the heart RSS, I guess is what you would call it. This is a P25 phase two system. What basically means is that it's a P25 trunk radio system that is capable of handling phase two talk groups. Now, what we have to look at first of all is can we listen to anything here? Waco PD is split. You've got dispatch, criminal investigations, looks like NCIS records check, surprisingly, uh, some special operations, supervisors, command, and all call are all P25 phase one, and I'm not seeing any encryption flag on those talk groups. However, drug enforcement seems to be full, uh, full-time encrypted, and you've got part-time encryption on special ops, administrations, and it looks like that's about it, really, for the part-time, operate, part-time encryption. So that's a phase one. It's, it says D in the mode column here. So it's a phase one talk group through Waco PD. Waco Fire, we have, again, phase one talk groups for fire, dispatch, fire ground, EMS, patch, training, mutual aids, all calls, 
and tones. The only thing we have an encryption on is the administration channel. So again, looking really good when it comes to Waco Fire. Waco Public Works, we got a lot of stuff here that's, again, just P25 phase one, not encrypted, and health services, regional airports, and again, even the McLennan County Sheriff, we're looking at a P25 phase one minor encryption here as well. Also looking at county emergency management, that is P25 phase one. So what really has me though worried about this trunked radio system is the fact that the site here is called Waco Simulcast. And Simulcast is the big red flag here. It's the big issue that we have with a lot of P25 systems that cause issues with our scanners being able to hear things. And when I look at this site and I map it out and I look at all the towers on it, yes, they have quite a bit of a area that has a lot of towers in a small geographical space. And unless you can isolate just one tower on this system, you're really going to be hard pressed to isolate a particular tower or to get things set up so that you're not having problems with simulcast. So if you wanted to work from the top down, let's let's just look at CB first. CB is AM only in analog and you will be, you'll need a some sort of an antenna for CB. You're not going to have any luck using CB with just an antenna that comes with the scanner. You won't be able to do it with the top of the antenna with your with a portable radio, and you won't be able to do it with the top of antenna on a base mobile unit. You're going to need an outdoor antenna. You need something outside the home, something that's tuned for CB. CB is point to point. It's legally only four watts, although many people will operate more than that, and it's direct. It's right, like I said, it's point to point. So CB can be problematic if there's not a lot of CB in your area. So with that said, that might make you decide you don't want a handheld. Let's look at the simulcast issue. Simulcast issue basically means that we need a radio that's going to handle the, have the ability to put zeros and ones back together again when they come in out of sync or out of phase. The only radio on the market right now that does that at all is the Uniden SDS-100 and the SDS-200. These are top-of-the-line scanners from Uniden. This is where you're going to have to dig the deep, the deepest into your a wallet in order to buy a scanner for your area. But I do believe that if you do buy a scanner, just based on the fact it says simulcast, you should look at a Uniden SDS-100 or an SDS-200. Now, if you can isolate just one tower on here, and whether that means that you don't use an outdoor antenna, then it's going to have an issue with your CB reception. But again, you don't use an outdoor antenna. You attenuate your signal. You you just use the radios uh, built, you know, the antenna comes with it you might be able to do that and isolate the simulcast. And if you can do that, then you might be able to look at, say, a BCD-325P2 or a 996P2 or a Home Patrol, or sorry, the HP-436 or HP-536, something like that, right? I'm sorry, the 536 or 436 HP. But just leaning towards the fact that it's a simulcast, it's a 800 megahertz system, I would really say SDS-100, SDS-200. You're, you're really in a good position though because you don't have encryption on a lot of stuff and you'll be able to listen to Waco PD and Waco Fire at least when I'm recording this and it seems like you'll be good to go when it comes down to that so my recommendation though I know it's going to cost you a lot of money but I think this will be the best route for you to go in but that's not to say the other ones won't work right if you can get rid of the simulcast issues I'm going to assume you're going to have those issues so that's why I'm recommending those radios I know this is pretty short and sweet, but it seems like everything you want to operate or listen to is on that hot RSS system. And I think that this radio is going to make a great starting point for you to listen to the PD and fire and emergency services and OEM and 
stuff like that that is in uh, your county. All right. Well, I want again thank you so much for asking that question, Tommy, and uh, let us know what you uh, what you come back with. All right. Let's go on to our final question, which comes in from Jeff. Okay, Jeff writes in and says, Phil, I found a ton of business frequencies from my local town on Radio Reference, but I don't think they come into the Uniden BC 436, for example. He found 58 frequencies for his local Phillips 66 refinery under a particular call sign, which is KD6620. He copied and pasted them into an Excel, but is there a way to import them into Sentinel or do I have to enter them all manually? He did bring in the National DB, but they're not in there. So let's look for a little bit of help with this one. Jeff, don't worry. We got you. We got you covered here. So yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's, it is a copy and paste. That's really what you just have to do here in Sentinel. And it's pretty simple to do. I've done this through many different lists. I've, I've compiled a list from Mill Air, for example. And I've brought in some different lists from different websites. And I just copy out the frequencies. I paste them into Excel or Google Sheets. And I just move the columns around so they kind of line up better. Better with Sentinel, typically the frequency and, and the naming and and I think just the mode. And then I just copy that out. I just drop it into Sentinel is really what you have to do here. Yeah, they wouldn't be in the national DB because they would have to be defined, first of all, in radio reference. There's not Phillips 66 refineries all over the, the nation, so it wouldn't be the nationwide database. But let's go through the process with you really quickly while I do this over uh, recording. And I'm hoping at some point that, yes, I will have a video for this. I am trying really hard to grow the YouTube channel. Unfortunately, it just ends up being that it's my my own limitations that are slowing things down here. I have about a week, a week and a half. That's really good. And I'm able to do things. And of course, I have to split that time with my nine to five and family and everything else. So it does make it a little bit, um, a little bit difficult to create all the content that I want to create while I am going through all of my chemo treatments. So I'm really hoping that more sooner than later that we can, we can stop doing these, these chemo treatments. So the first thing we're going to do here is we're going to want to click on new favorites list or maybe the favorites list that you want to work on. It's If it's already existing, you can go ahead and you can click on program favorites list and, and select the list that you have here, right? This is going to bring up a new window, a favorites list editor window. And what we need to do here is we need to create a system and a department. And inside the department, we can then go ahead and then drop in our frequencies. So we're going to hit the little green plus button here and we're going to create a system. We're going to name the system where we want to name it to. And the system type is going to need to be conventional and we're going to click on OK. This creates the system. So now we need to enter the system on our favorites list editor tree. From there, we need to create the department. So again, we're going to click on the green plus button and we're going to then select a department name. We're going to call that where we want to call it. Now, again, the department name is like the group name in the DMA style scanning. So we're going to enter the department. Now we come up with the, the channel grid. So we're going to click on the green plus button and this now creates a blank channel. We need at least one blank channel in here so we have something to paste onto. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to just basically get a list of frequencies, and we're going to put the list of frequencies into a spreadsheet program such as Excel or Google Sheets. And we're going to make the first column the alpha tag. The second column we're going to skip over, so we're going to put a blank second column. The third column we'll put the frequency in there, right? So what we'll do is we'll drop all that in there, we'll format it right in the spreadsheet, then we're going to go into the spreadsheet. We're going to copy that all out. We're going to click on Control C or right click and do copy or however it is we do it, right? The normally way. Then we're going to go into Sentinel. 
and we're going to just paste. That's what we're going to do. We're going to hit control V and we're going to paste or however it is that we normally do it. I do control V. And when we do that, we can just drop in the frequencies and it creates the spreadsheet for us. Now, again, too, you can always right click into the channel name and that also brings up the option to paste. But it's very simple, very straightforward, easy enough to do. And then from there, you can continue going. So there's other ways that we can do this. We can do it with software like Butel's Arc. Was it uh, Arc 536, I believe, is the one for uh, for this radio. And there is also ProScan. That'll do it as well. But if you want to stick with Sentinel, which is perfectly fine, that is how you do it. Now, again, I'm really hoping that um, I grab a little bit of energy and I start creating more videos like this. And if you've got questions that you think are great for videos, be sure you submit them into me because I'm constantly trying to create more content. And again, this is something that just has to be done. I mean, it's, this is what I, I created this the podcast for, was to teach more people how to do things with their scanner, which is why I do these ask sessions. But again, I need to get more stuff over on YouTube. This is perfect content for YouTube. And I'm hoping that one day I can get this confirmation over to there. So I know rather really quick and simple response there, Jeff, but it really was a very simple, uh, very simple answer. You just kind of have to just put it into an Excel spreadsheet format the columns to match what's in Sentinel, copy it, and then uh, create a blank channel and then paste it into Sentinel. And uh, you should be able to go go from there. So with that, I want to thank you so much, Jeff, Tommy, Michael, and John for asking questions this month for another Ask Scanner School session. As a reminder, if anybody has a question that they'd like to have answered in an upcoming Ask Scanner School session, I strongly recommend Pick up the phone right now and dialing 516-308-2885 or going on our website and using the SpeakPipe link to leave me a voicemail. This way you will be able to be in the running for a free tutoring session, which means you and I sit down on Zoom face-to-face or computer screen to computer screen, and I can help you with whatever it is that's bothering you for the hour with Scanner Radio Hobby. Now, again, if you want to book me separately, scannerschool.com slash tutoring. For everybody else that wants to ask me a question, maybe a little bit mic shy, or you just want to uh, type away, that's fine too. Scannerschool.com slash ask. Or you could just go ahead and email me because, I mean, I send out emails all the time, at least once a week usually. And you can reply to any one of those emails and I will put you in our queue and answer your question on an upcoming Ask Scanner School podcast session. Before we wrap up this week's podcast, I want to take a minute here to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Alan Gonzalez, Arthur Altrack, Arthur Heron, Bill K, Bob Ross, Bob Middleton, Brandon Sammons, Brian King, Chris Paris, Craig Harper, Dan, Danielle Cavallella, David Dombrowski, David Pasco, David C, David Kuzneski, Danny Crotty, Dylan Hyder, Ed Walsh, Edward Bramlett, Glenn Davos, Glenn Wright, Greg Johnson, Guy Lee, I Hate Junk Mail, Jack Haycock, Jacques Berry, Jake Jacobson, James Broxson, James Felling, Jay Reed, Jeff Block, Jeff Chapman, Jeff McLeod, Jeff Waldrop, Jenny Taylor, Jim B, Jim Heinrich, John Cordov, John Keel, John Sweeney, John Derby, John Goldenberg, Joshua Robb, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin Zwicky, Lenny Bauer, Les Stevenson, Lloyd R., Mark Beebe, Michael Gorman, Michael Kroger, Michael Meadows, Mike Lopez, Mike Pilts, Nicholas Stanger, Paul Bowling, Paul Teal, Raymond Hill, Rich Palmari, Ronnie Box, Scott Lefgren, Terry Wright, Thomas Jampino, Tim Mazza, Todd Glendy, and William Arcand. Find out more about Patreon and our support tiers by visiting scannerschool.com Patreon. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you again next week. 73.